life is rough. But starting your days with him, with G-O-D, the path will get just a little bit clearer. Welcome to Morning Devotional with Imani. Let's get started. Well, I'll be John Brown if the Bible did not surprise me today. Hey, y'all. I initially was going to create a podcast about Jonah and about how, as Christians, sometimes we run away from our true gifts. It was going to be entitled, Where's Your Nineveh? And that would have been a great message. Then I read Jonah, Jonah's fourth chapter. And y'all, the Bible really threw me through a loop. Jesus really be wilding. And so does Jonah. And I had no idea until I did my own personal Bible study. This podcast for today is entitled, Tell Me How You Really Feel. Now, in this podcast, we will talk about how sometimes we don't want the same God that helps us to help other people. Now, let's be frank and let's be honest because that's what we do here on Morning Devotional with Imani. We bring real life and truth to the light that we have within us and how as humans, sometimes we don't walk the way that we're supposed to. But as Christians, we have to correct ourselves and to look at it from the eyes of God because we are his walking, living and breathing representations here on this earth. We always have to be very careful about how we handle ourselves. So right now in this podcast, and this is not something that we've ever done, we're going to read the entire book of Jonah 4 or chapter rather because you've got to read this from beginning to end because there were some questions that I had we were initially going to do a podcast entitled where's your Nineveh it's going to talk about uh where is the place that God told you to go that you won't go for whatever reason and it was honestly because I didn't know why Jonah decided to skip Nineveh I just thought he didn't want to go there But then I read the fourth chapter of Jonah and Jonah was really wilding. Jonah really told God how he really felt. And I think that that is the beauty of being able to talk to God and not having to have an intercessor to communicate or a third party to communicate how we feel to God. Tell us or he wants us to tell him how we really feel. And in this chapter, that's exactly what's going on between Jonah and God. Jonah is upset. Jonah doesn't understand why it is that God continues to be the God that he is. Now that in and of itself was very shocking to me because there are times in our lives where we are trying to be the best Christians we can and we want to, though we may not say it, we want to be the author and finisher of some people's joy and happiness because they've done us wrong. And that is not our responsibility. See, we have to be consistent in the things that we say we believe. 
If we say we believe that God is the author and finisher, then he's the author and finisher of everything. If we say that we believe that we want to and we use our lives to demonstrate this, that we want to bring everyone into the body of Christ. We want to save all of the souls and we want to make sure that all of God's children understand that his love for them and why this is the path that they should be on. It's hard. Yes, but there is a peace that surpasses all understanding. But we need to realize that that fervor and that dedication that we put into winning souls for Christ also includes the souls who do us wrong. Now, that doesn't mean that it's your responsibility to bring them to Christ, but you should never be upset when God gets the glory in a situation that you don't like. Because there are times in your life when God will turn something around and then we always call it hating. Folks just hating on me. They hating on my blessing. They hating on what I got. But really, you just want God to be inconsistent. You want him to consistently bless you or in Jonah's case, he wanted God to consistently bless him, bring him out of his mess. He did something that God told him not to do. And he knew that and he got into a worse circumstance than he would have if he was just obedient. And God saved him and God was merciful. And he said, God, if you just do this, I will do what you say. Knowing good and God doggone well what God was capable of. And Jonah went to Nineveh and when he got there God did exactly what Jonah knew he would do and Jonah was upset about it he said nah 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 God nah fam we can't have this these are your love and your mercy is only for my people not these people in Nineveh you said you were going to destroy them that's what you said you told me to come out here And do what it is that you needed me to do so you could destroy this place because they were not obeying you. But this is the key. God is merciful. And if you repent for your ways, and I'm talking about New Testament Jesus, okay? Because Old Testament Jesus, he went, Old Testament God was not having it. You ain't been doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so really... There were some periods of time where where other folks had to save the the bodies of Christ. Because God was ready to wipe them all out. I mean, hey. (laughs) He he thought y'all was really upset. Y'all was really getting it wrong. So he sent the rain. Wiped it all out. But ever since the flood, he did promise that he wouldn't do that again. But (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now. We make it really hard for the man. We make it hard for the man. But in this case, Jonah is charged to go to Nineveh. He doesn't go. That's the story that we all know about. He's swallowed up by the fish because he has to get thrown overboard because they start on the boat and they're asking, who has upset their God? Why is this happening to us? And as soon as Jonah gets up from where he is sleeping and he goes up up top or wherever it is i'm not sure if they came down to where he was sleeping or if they if he went up to to the top to discuss um who really upset their god but he goes up there and he says throw me overboard so they did and then the water ceased and everything was fine jonah was then 
Uh, and it doesn't say how long of a period of time it was from the time he hit the water to whenever he was swallowed up by the fish or the whale, whatever you'd like to choose. So he was swallowed up by the whale and he and Jonah repented for his ways and God saved him and he was merciful. So that was great for Jonah. And then Jonah was like, okay, well, I will continue on my path and do what God told me to do. And he wanted to be a weapon of God's destruction. But then after Jonah went to Nineveh and told them about their ways and about what God had intended to do to them, they repented. And God saw that and he was merciful and Jonah was piping hot mad. So let's read it because I was very shocked. This change of plans, and again, this is from the, um, well, not again, because I haven't told you this yet, but this is from the New Living Translation, okay? This is Jonah chapter 4, verse 1 through 11, which is all the verses in this uh, chapter. This change of plans, remember, God decided not to destroy the people of Nineveh because they turned from their wicked ways, because that's what Jonah told them to do. Remember that? This change of plans greatly upset Jonah, and he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it. Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? That is why I went, ran away from Tarshish or to Tarshish. I knew that you are a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from destroying people. Jesus, kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive if I predicted will if what I predicted will not happen. Ooh, you got to be spiteful to say you want to die rather than see people be saved. Back into the text. The Lord replied, is it right for you to be angry about this? Then Jonah went out to the east side of the city and made a shelter to sit under as he waited to see what would happen to the city. And the Lord God arranged for a leafy plant to grow there. And as soon as it spread, its broad leaves over Jonah's head, shading him from the sun. This eased his discomfort and Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But God also arranged for a worm. The next morning at the dawn, the worm ate through the stem of the plant so that it withered away. And as the sun grew hot, God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow on Jonah. The sun beat down on his head until he grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he exclaimed. Then God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes, Jonah retorted, even angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? Y'all listen. Let's not say, okay, that we don't know and we can't relate to Jonah. Because you'd be lying. There are instances in our lives when people really do us wrong. And we listen to what God says and we say, oh, yes, I am a chosen disciple of the Lord. And God told me that I'm going to be so great in this season and all you heathens going to have to go somewhere else. But if you walk in God's favor, 
And you tell people what God can do for them. Then God begins to work. And he does what it is that he told you he was going to do. Jonah knew that he was going to be merciful. He knew that he had undying love. He knew these things. And that's why he didn't go to Nineveh. Ain't that something? He wasn't running because he felt like his passion was so great and he just wasn't ready to go. He knew exactly what could have happened when he went to Nineveh. He knew that he could save those people or that God would save them and not destroy them. So how how contradictory do we have to be to want God to save us and to do everything that he needs to do for us? but then not want him to share that love with someone else. Are we truly walking in the path that God wants for us or the one that we believe makes us look like a good Christian? Are you being a good Christian by wanting someone else to be destroyed or someone else's things to be destroyed or wanting to see someone punished for their actions? Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Now, if he decides to punish, that is his decision. All we are tasked with, and it sounds like it's not a big deal because it is though. We are tasked with doing what it is that he says we should do. Now, we can think we know how it will come out. We can think we know the outcome. We in our finite brains can come to this ultimate solution and be like, you know what? This is what God is going to do here. Mm-hmm. Because see, I know. Because see, I done seen it. And so I know that my God, see, we like to be possessive. I know that my God, that's what my God is going to do in that season for them. Because they just been so terrible. But that's not, that's not how it works. If you are truly a living and breathing and walking representation of God's word, someone will eventually see God is good and they will try him for themselves and God will bless them. And we cannot be angry because God has blessed someone who did something wrong to you because we each have our own paths where we have to grow. We have to learn how to be good Christians. We have to learn how to be good people. And for some people, it takes a longer process than others. And we have to ask God to forgive us for the hate that we harbor in our hearts for people who do us wrong. There will be times when someone will do something to you that is irreparable or at least it seems that way in the relationship you had can no longer be because of the things that they have done but that does not mean that they are excluded from God's grace and his mercy and his undying love that he gives to us and that is why I never tell people that being Christian is easy because the things that God has tasked us to do are very hard sometimes it is hard to forgive someone 
and want the best for them if they have done something inherently evil to you. But that ain't mine to deal with. God gonna have to handle that. And you have to give it to him. And not be like Jonah in this instance. And be upset. God questioned Jonah. And this is one of the first instances where I'm seeing a back and forth conversation. Not only did God speak to him directly. But he also used uh, somewhat of a representation or demonstration to bring it into Jonah's perspective and to again ask him is it right for you to feel this way challenging what it is that he felt on the inside is your heart really where you say it is are you really trying to do my will or are you trying to do your will through me those two questions are are very important to figure out, especially for those of us who proclaim that Christ is our Lord and Savior. Are you doing God's will or are you using him as a mask to get your things accomplished? And then and then and then when you do that, God is still a funny dude. He will still get his will done because God will be done. God's will will be done. So where are you going to be? What side are you going to be on? You're going to be on the one that you proclaim on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Are you going to be that Christian? Are you going to be the one who, who, who's so eager to share their testimony but can't walk all the word? Decide who you're going to be as a Christian. Decide. Are you going to be fully for God? Or are you going to still get what you want to get done? Are you still going to do what you want to do and still expect God to be merciful to you, but not extend the same mercies to other people? What you doing, Jonah? Tell us how you really feel, Jonah. So Jonah running. God saves him. He does what he's supposed to do. And then God shows up and does what he does. And Jonah got mad. Upset, angry. Because he blessed someone else. And please note that these podcasts are also convicting to me. And it makes me look at how I've been living my life. Have I been like Jonah? Really think about that. Have you been like Jonah? You tried God and he helps you time and time again, but you're still upset that other people keep getting blessed because they were terrible to you. It's hindering your growth as a Christian. Let it go. It is hindering your ability to be able to reach people. Let it go. It is hindering your ability to receive God's blessings. Let it go. That has nothing to do with you. Today's song of emphasis that goes with Tell Me How You Really Feel is No Gray by Jonathan McReynolds. So 
the lyric of emphasis comes from the first it comes from the first uh, verse and it says lord i'm split in two part of me loves the world and the other loves you so what do i do I want to be saved, but I got to stay cool too. And no, I'm not a fool. I know eventually I'll have to choose. I really don't want to lose my ticket to heaven and a chance to be used by you. And if it's God that I'm after, I just can't serve two masters. And before something happens, I got to turn it all around because I can't just have my cake and eat it too. It's really easy to stay on the fence and still do you. And it'd be cool if we could love the Lord and still go do our thing, but it doesn't. But see, it doesn't work like that. You got to be white or black. So when you decide that you want to walk this Christian journey, you can't pick and choose. This isn't a fast food restaurant where you can build your own Christian. All of... The guidelines are in the Bible. They're all here. Now, we know that we're all on our path and we have to grow. But if you want to be the Christian that you say you are, you can't pick and choose how you want to live your life. It's not worth your ticket to heaven by you keeping that vengeance because they wronged you. It's not your responsibility. Let it go. All right, guys. This podcast took me. Oh, Lord. Y'all, we're going to have to pray. For real. Because this is real life. Jonah 4, I encourage you to go read it yourself. Jonah 4 will whoop you. Okay? Because it surely whooped me. And we to the end of the podcast. (laughs) all right guys i'll talk to you again when god says imani it's time to talk y'all have a good day